right, and welcome back to the Nurse Man Dan Show with your host, Nurse Man Dan. Happy Labor Day weekend, guys. I hope, uh, I hope you're off today. I hope you had the weekend off and uh, Monday off. Um, glad to have you back. Enjoying the, uh, your time off. If you do have the day off, that's fantastic. It's beautiful where I am at today. Um, unfortunately, as much as I'd love to go play a round of golf or something, I'm so far behind in my charting. Uh, that I'm going to spend my day off stuck inside on this dumbass computer uh, working on work stuff. Um, so for those that are able, <clears throat> excuse me, to get out, go outside and do it. There's plenty to do. Look on the Google box. Find something to go do. Do not waste this beautiful day outside. All right? Time change will be coming back soon, I think. Although this is the last year I believe we're doing it. Um you know, it's going to start getting darker sooner, and then that's just going to be more time that y'all waste not being able to get outside and do something. So make adva- take advantage of it. Don't sit inside. Don't sleep in. Let's go do something. Yeah, so today's topic is not really as much a, a topic. It's just something that's been bothering me since I've started doing this show is that people seem to be so worried about what I'm going to say. About like they're worried about my job, about me getting fired, and I just—that's what today's topic is about, kind of, about just what I'm doing and what everybody's so worried about. I can't tell you how many people I've heard since I've started doing this say, "Hey, hey, man, aren't you worried about like what if somebody hears it and you know they get you know your job, you know they you get reprimanded or something?" It's like, what am I nervous about? I don't mention anybody's names. None of you out there, unless you work with me, know where I work. I don't even think I mentioned what state I work in. And if I did, there's plenty of hospitals in this state. It's mind-boggling. I had an x-ray tech ask me, man, aren't you like really concerned to like put that kind of information out there and people will hear it? I'm like, concerned about what? Concerned that people will hear the truth? You idiot. What would I be worried about? Because I'm trying to save people money? Because I'm trying to make people healthier? Because I'm trying to get them off of medications? That's what everybody's so concerned about? It's wrong. It's not what they're concerned about. What they're concerned about is that I'm going to make a hospital look bad. Or I'm going to make a provider look bad. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, that's what I'm trying to do. Because they are bad. Most of them. Like I've said, and I won't change my mind. Most Hospitals don't give a shit about you or me. They care about the frog skin that they put in their wallets. Do you agree? Because I sure as hell do. Doctors on vacation for two and three weeks at a time. Come back, can't get in touch. You call the office, they don't call back. We're supposed to be taking care of them and they're off running around rampant. And then when I get upset about it and I want to talk about health care... I just keep hearing how I got to be careful with what I'm saying. Fuck that. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. And I'm going to keep saying it. And honestly, if it got to the point, I'd love to say who I work for. I won't say it out of respect for my job because I kind of like this job. But, you know, if it ever did get to that point, I will. I'll, I'll say everything. You know, I've tried to interview people I work with. Some of them have agreed to be on the show and they will be. But other ones have straight up refused to come on the show because they don't want to answer the questions they know I'm going to ask. And this is like, not not the nurses that I work with. This is like management. Management does not want to 
sit down and have a heart to heart with me on issues that I would like to ask them because they know the answers. They know it's messed up. They know it's all about the bottom line. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about making money for the company, which is fine. I am all for capitalism, but what I'm not for is shitty healthcare and healthcare based on money instead of putting people's health first. And that's what we're coming to. That's why when I say, when I, when, when I see somebody for six months and they don't get better and they get worse, that's why I get pissed off because it's like, what are we doing here? I've been seeing you for six months. You are not any better. Now, is that my fault? Absolutely not. Absolutely not my fault. Is it your provider's fault? Probably. Is it your fault? Most likely, most of it's your fault. To be honest with you, it's most likely your fault. Because I'm telling you, I just got into it. Um, I didn't get into it with my mother. You know, but I just... She was doing real good at one point, sleeping, exercise, and then I think one of her sports ended or something like that, and then she kind of just went back to her old ways, and I was like, what are you doing? Find something else. There's stuff everywhere. You know, she's like, well, I'm waiting on this new gym. I'm like, why do you need to wait on a gym to open? Why does anybody need to wait on anything? Look out your window, people. Is that earth out there? The big circle earth? Unless you're one of those weirdo flat earthers, and even if you are one of those people, it's still out there. Go walk. Go climb a fucking tree. I don't care. You don't need stuff. That's what they're putting in your heads is that you have to buy something in order to feel a certain way or order to, to do something. You don't, guys. I'm looking outside my window right now, and I, I see a road. I see a hill. I see some big-ass logs. So even if I was dirt-ass poor, I could go walk over there, pick up one of those logs, and just go walk up and down the hill. How much did that cost me? Nothing. Nothing. But y'all out there, I got to make sure, I want to wait till I get to the gym. I got to go get all my gym clothes. I got to get the nice shoes. And by the time you do that, most of y'all are too you know, lazy to go anyways because now you're tired. You don't need anything. Stop thinking you need stuff. It's everybody's, uh, it's everybody's excuse to just need something. You don't need anything. Go outside. I'm going to always come back to this in my show. Millions and millions of years, humans have been on this earth without a planet fitness, without air conditioning, without indoor plumbing, without moisture wicking fabrics. Okay? Get off your high horse ass. You don't need it. You're lazy. You don't want to put in the work. That's a problem. It's not anybody really except you and the physicians in the hospitals that are, are continuing to treat your poor behavior by giving you pills. It is their fault and your fault that you are not getting better. 100%. And I'll tell you, you know, when I worked in the ER, you would see people all the time. They'd come in there and they'd say, you know, oh, my stomach hurts. And they'd have no symptoms other than their stomach hurts for the last 20 minutes. And it's like, all right, well, what'd you come to the ER for? And it's like, well, my physician said I should be go get, you know, get evaluated. And it's like, why didn't your fucking physician evaluate you? You're not throwing up. You've had a bowel movement. 
You're not nauseous. Your 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 tummy hurts, and your doctor wants you to go to the ER. Why did the doctor want you to go to the ER? I'll tell you exactly why the doctor wanted you to go to the ER. Because they don't have time to see your ass. Because they know they can send you to the ER. They're gonna evaluate you. You know, stick you with needles. Do the run the labs. Check your piss. To say, hey, yeah, your tummy hurts. Here's some Zofran. Follow up your with your provider. That's a huge. Uh, percentage of abdominal pains in the ER. Nothing's wrong with you. You know what, people? I need you to understand this. Sometimes we hurt, okay? If you were one of these people out there that thinks that we can just go throughout our life and that we never are going to experience physical pain, emotional pain, loss, defeat, victories, we experience that's the human condition. That's human nature. Everybody's going to get old, everybody's going to die. Nobody's a super athlete forever. Not even everybody's an athlete at any point in their life. That's just, that's life, guys. I'm not trying to depress you because it can be better. Um, and actually, I wanted to talk about the, uh, a patient of mine that I've mentioned in a previous episode. The uh, one who's been, you know, not really doing anything for the past year. Um, and I gave her some homework. And uh, so I wanted to catch all up on her. Uh, to show you that little things make a difference. The things that I tell my patients make a difference, okay? Real quick, just to catch you up in case anybody missed it. I saw the lady, like I said, she's been pretty sedentary for about a year. Some health conditions, she's put on some weight. Um, Not a super, I mean, she's a very nice person, but I don't think she's as happy as she could be by any means. Um, So anyways, I saw her that day. I told her I had some homework for her, which was getting up consistently every day, doing some form of exercise every day and improving her diet, even in a little bit as best she can. That's all I ask. Just do a little bit. So I saw her uh, earlier this week. And I'm telling you guys, another victory story. Another victory story for this woman. Let's give her a clap. Look at that. That's my work phone ringing right now. And I'm off today. I'm not even answering that shit. Quiet. Um, yeah, so I got into the house. I mean, she was sitting up. She says she'd been getting up every day within 30 minutes. I think she was said between, uh, 7.30 and 8.30. Her goal was being eight o'clock. Um, she's been more active. Guys, when I tell you once again, once again, this is the second person I've done this with, where I've given them homework with the repercussions that I will discharge them if they don't do what I'm saying. Because like I told you guys, I'm done pussyfooting around. I'm done wasting y'all's money treating people that don't want to help themselves. I'm fucking done with it. And guess what? I came back in this lady's house and she looked like another person too. She looked fantastic. And she was excited, guys. She wasn't like, hey, yeah, I've been doing this. I've been doing that. She was excited to, to, to show me what she's been doing. To prove to me that she wants to do better. That she is willing to put in the work. And it makes me so happy. And I'm telling you, the the reason that she's been living the way she has for the past year and not pushing herself, not doing what she needs to do to have a healthy life. The three key ingredients, guys, what are they? Sleep, exercise, and a decent diet. Exactly. I push that on her. I force that on her. I tell her, you will not get better unless you do these things. Keep taking that bullshit medicine all day. 
keep taking it. You've got to, because if I tell you you don't need it, they'll fire my ass. So she's done some of the things I've asked her and she looked younger. She had more energy. She was vibrant. She was excited. I was excited. The room was filled with love. <laughs> I mean, it's great. I, I don't know how to explain to explain. Oh, I'm going to explain some stuff to y'all. I don't know how to explain the difference of when I go see somebody who is improving and they're not even improving because they're they're taking their medicine. I mean, they are, but they're improving their health, their sleep, their lives with non-pharmacologic methods. The methods God gave us here to do. Sleep, work, and eat. I don't buy in all this medicine bullshit. Now, like I've said, there are medicines that some people need. Some people should have them. Type 1 diabetics need insulin. I get it. Type 2 diabetics, do they need insulin when they get out of control and they get to the point? But uh, could it be controlled with diet and exercise and then you could not need insulin? 100%. But do people do that? No, they don't. So what do they do? They get filled up with insulin. They don't manage their diabetes well. They continue to put on weight. And then they end up with ass tumors and toe fungus that looks like something that came off of a foreign planet. It's, it's fucking nasty. And it happens every day, all the time. And people continue to not change their ways. Because nobody ever said, hey, patient, um, you know, patient, oh, good Lord, I don't even, patient SpongeBob, I don't know. I can't think of a good name right now. Just like I told this lady, Mrs. SpongeBob, you are never going to get better if you don't start changing your lifestyle. Nurse Man Dan is telling you right now, you might as well get some more cushions. Might as well go ahead and pad that recliner up because that's where you're going to be for the rest of your life. I mean, I'm not joking. It works. You have to hurt feelings to get results. You cannot go into a patient's house or you cannot have a patient come into your office with Conditions that they've done to themselves, treat them like a uh, entitled person that it can't do wrong. You don't, you know, you can't yell at them. You can't, you can't embarrass them. When I do, I embarrass the shit out of my patients. I let them know they're messing up, and I don't get complaints. Out of all the nurses that I work with, I should have the most complaints from all the patients. 100%. Absolutely. But I don't. Or if I do, they've never told me. In fact, I, I think I get a lot of positive remarks. But I'll tell you, I don't go into anybody's house. I've told my boss, we should record the visits. You can't. It's a HIPAA violation. Why is it a HIPAA I'm recording what we're doing during the visit. If it's in the medical record, why is it a HIPAA violation? It's not. But what is going to happen is if we recorded visits and we started actually hearing what patients are saying and what nurses are discussing, you would see why people aren't getting better. I guarantee it. Because when you go into a patient's house and they're a type 2 diabetic with shitty controlled diabetes, they're obese as hell, they don't do anything, and they shat themselves every day, and the nurse goes in, checks their vitals, and maybe make sure they're taking their medicine, and then they say, have a good day, and they leave... Let's record that. 
Let's record those. Let's let the doctors see what's being said. Let's let the patient's family see what's being said. I want to see what's being said. And then let's record my visit. That same person. I walk in that room. I look. I say, what, what are you doing? What are you doing, Mrs. Red Ranger? Yeah, let me get your vitals. Your arm hurts. Why is your arm hurt? Well, well, I still have to get your vitals, ma'am. Your arm hurts because you're 97 pounds over, you know, obese and you haven't moved. So yeah, it's going to hurt. You're atrophying. You're killing yourself, Mrs. Red Ranger. And it's going to get worse. You will never get better. Now, can you lean forward so I can listen to your long sounds? Ah! It hurts. Well, no shit. You don't move. What do you think is going to happen? You've been eating Jolly Ranchers and Reese Puffs for the last six years. You don't move. You say you've been taking your insulin, but really you've just been taking teaspoons of sugar because nobody explained it to you how it works. Yeah, that's right, ma'am. You're not even injecting insulin correctly. What's, what? What do you mean, what's insulin? How long have you been a diabetic? 12 years? 12 years, and you don't know what the insulin is? Oh, Jesus, help us all. I mean, that's, that's what it is. And I tell them, just like the other lady that, you know, really poorly controlled diabetes has already lost some appendages. And I told her, I said straight up, you are going to have a fucking miserable end of life. People stay alive way too long nowadays. We keep people alive in this country well past the time they should be alive. That might hurt some feelings. But uh, I'm sorry. Like I told you, 1960... Uh, and to 2019, I think the average lifespan has increased by what? It was like, I swear it was almost 20 years. But nobody's in any better shape. We're probably in worse shape than we were 20 years ago, but we're still living 20 years longer. In worse shape. Which goes back to my point. Medicine is fucking great in this country. It will keep your heart beating. It will keep you breathing. It might even manage some of your pain. But it doesn't, it doesn't get you better. It just prolongs your life. It's bullshit. You know, the 70, 80-year-old, 65-year-old that has done nothing forever and now it's too late and they're just stuck in the situation they're in now, is that, it, that breaks my heart. It really does. Because we keep people alive so long. I mean, you know, if you give up on life, Okay, you start to atrophy, your body hurts all the time, you get depressed, and that increases exponentially the longer you let it go unchecked. So let's just say you're 65, you know, you're overweight maybe, you're maybe you're depressed, uh, maybe you're a diabetic, you got a shit ton of medicines you're taking, and so 65, 75, 85, 90, 20, 90, I'm gonna give this person to 90. That is 25 years. 25 years that this person will be on medication, will continue to put on weight, will continue to be pressed, depressed, will continue to have to increase their dosages. Now, in those 25 years, did any part of them get better? Absolutely not. They're the same person, just worse shape. That's healthcare. When, when they were 65, the doctor should have said, what in the hell are you doing? Go outside, sit in the sun. Like I tell my patients, if these people sit inside all day, I, that's their homework. 
And I'll discharge them. I will discharge their ass if they don't do my homework. I wasn't the best student in high school or even college for that matter. And what happened when I didn't do my homework? I got bad grades. And then I got bitched at by my parents. But did I blame my parents? No. Did I blame my teachers for giving me homework? No. Why? Because I'm a responsible human being. And even as a child, I knew, yeah, that's just what I got to do. And if I don't do it, there's consequences. Consequences. There are consequences for everything. There are consequences for you sitting on your ass, staying inside your whole life. Which is most of the patients I see. And they don't want me to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. Because it's wrong. It's just, it's just a sick world. Everybody's so on edge. Everybody, and, and we're in the, in the greatest country in the world. The United States of fucking America, guys. I love this place. All the freedoms we have. All the advantages we have. Everybody. Everybody in America has advantages to the rest of the world. And we just don't take them. Because most people are entitled, lazy people who think they, they can just do whatever they want and have a good life. They don't have to work. And they expect a check. You know, if something goes wrong, it's not their fault. It's somebody else's fault. It's, I don't know what we're raising I sure as hell am not going to raise my daughter like that to think she's some entitled prince. I mean, she's a princess for sure. That is my fucking princess all day. But I'm not going to raise her to think she just has whatever she wants and then can throw a fit when she doesn't get her way. No. If I do that, then I'm just going to, I'm pretty much just seeing my patient every time I have her. I don't do that. I discipline my daughter. I discipline my patients. I treat my patients like they're my children. You know why? Because like I told you, unless you have children, you don't know what real love is. You don't, you don't, you don't, you cannot know what real, true love is unless you have a child. I'm sorry. You cannot. But when you do, and you see what that love feels like, and I take that love I feel for my daughter and I apply it to my patients, so I treat them the same way. And I get results with the people that are willing to work with me. A lot of them are. You know why? And you know another reason I don't change the way I talk to patients? You know why I use foul language in patients' house sometimes? And they might look a little shocked at first, but then they're like, wow. Because I always ask them, has any doctor ever talked to you like I am? No. No. Exactly. Has anybody ever told you what you're doing is detrimental to your health? No. Well, why not? Well, because they talk to me about four minutes and then they see what my pills are and then they increase a dosage. Wrong. Incorrect. Immoral. It's almost sinful in my opinion. I don't do that shit. I'll get your ass up. Let's go outside. Show me what you're eating. Let me look in your fridge. I'll look through your fucking trash if I got to. Let me find some candy. I go above and beyond because I treat them like my child. And I would do anything for my child. I would do anything for my patients that would get them better. And if it means being uh, Nurse Man Dan, the fucking drill sergeant, that's what I'm going to be. Because I like to get the results. Because if I don't, I promise you, if, if I just continue to do this job and I had to do it the way that I imagine most nurses do this job, I, I could not do this job. I could not personally continue to go into a house and watch people decline knowing I'm not doing everything I can to get them better. 
to get somebody's mother, father, brother, sister, child better. That's why I talk to my patients the way I do. That's why they respect me. That's why they call me. That's why they, they, they trust in me more than their own physicians because I don't lie to them. I mean, I've literally had patients tell me, yeah, the doctor says as long as I take my pills, I should be all right. And it's like, yeah, but you smoke two packs a day and you drink every day. And your doctor just said you probably shouldn't do that, but here's some pills. Like, are you fucking kidding me? No, sir. You're going to have a horrible death. Your stomach's going to be descended. You're going to have a bulbous nose. You're not going to be able to breathe. You're going to be shitting yourself and I'm going to have to come clean it up for you. That's what's going to happen, sir or ma'am. You want me to come do that? I don't want to come clean your ass, sir. I have to clean my three-year-old daughter's ass. Well, not anymore. She's potty trained. <laughs> Woo! Go daddy. Go baby. Um, but when I tell people that, when I tell younger middle-aged adults, I don't know what that's considered, 50, 60, that hey, if you don't change your ways, 10 years, 15 years, you're going to have to have a young man or woman like myself or even younger coming in and wiping your ass for you. Putting tubes in your panesia or your vajijis. Is that what you want? You want some young stud nurse like myself coming in at 34 years old and sticking a tube up your grandma or your grandpa's or your mom or your dad's pee holes and embarrass them, make them feel, you know, it's shameful. They, they feel ashamed. They're embarrassed. They are so embarrassed and I see in their eyes that they get tearful because they got to have somebody else to come in here and do this to them so that they can do natural functions. When the doctor should have said a long time ago, you're doing it wrong, you're doing it wrong, you suck. Change your ways or get the fuck out of my office. That's how we need to start treating our patients. And if they want to continue that, then you know what? Then you have the physicians that'll just treat because they get money for their medicine you know, reimbursement, however it works. You have those physicians' offices and you can have at the top, you know, like MedExpress. Do uh, MedExpress, physicians who care partly. That's where those people can go. But then you go to the other offices, like where my office would be if I was the physician. It'd be uh, Nurse Man Dan's Treatment Center. We come for results or you don't come at all. Something like that. You know what I mean? You come in. Hey, how you doing? Have you been doing what I said? And they say no. Get the hell out of my office. Get the hell out of my office right now. Don't even look at me. You are in timeout. I will see you next week. Don't you dare come back and tell me you haven't done anything. Or you will go straight down to MedExpress. Physicians who care sometimes or partly. That's where you can go get your treatment. You want results? You want to live a healthy life? You come down to Nurse Man Dan's office. I'll get the shit you want. It's not going to cost you money. I'm not putting you on new pills. I'm not making you sign up for a membership. I'm... Showing you with the tools God gave you how you can live a healthy life on your own. And they're going to leave. They're going to spread the word. That nurse man, Dan, was the shit, guys. I've been seeing him for six months. I feel better. I'm happier. I'm getting along better with my spouse. We're going on vacation. Having a great time. I'm not seeing my doctor all the time because I don't have to. Why doesn't she have to? Because I treated them like I would treat my daughter. Not like a patient. I don't treat patients. I treat my family. Damn it. And I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of people being worried with what I say. When it's right. I say everything right. 
And you know what? I'm not even hearing back. I, I'm, I keep waiting for some of y'all to, to reach out, to disagree with me. Tell me where I'm wrong. Tell me. I want to hear from you. Let's have that debate. But I, I'm not wrong, am I? Because when you look back at yourself and you're sitting there right now saying, this motherfucker, he's so wrong. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And you look back and you're looking around in your little Cheeto fingers and your, your, you know, your pint of ice cream sitting over there next to the, the empty Captain Morgan bottle. And you look around like, damn, it probably is my fault. No shit. Idiot. Yeah, it's your fault. I didn't put that shit in your mouth. I didn't put it in your stomach. You did. Woo. That's it for today. I am um, sorry it took so long to get another episode out. I had a, my daughter this weekend and I had a blast. Um, yeah, it's, uh, took her to Bush Gardens and, um, that was fun. She's ready, ready for the, the spookies. Is what she, where's the spookies at? Anyways, they don't come back till next week. Um, anyways. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. Okay? Remember, I love all of you. I'm a very angry nurse. But I'm angry out of love, like I've said, okay? Take heed to my, my preaching. Go do something. Next time you go to your office, your doctor's office, and they blow you off... And they say, okay, that's, and they go to walk out, shut the fucking door on them. Say, no, 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 no. I'm not done here. We're not done. Okay? Doc, I've been seeing you for a year and I've only gotten worse. So either I'm going somewhere else or you tell me why I'm not getting better. And if the doc says, you know, I'm not really sure. We'll have to figure that out. Say, peace, man. I'm out. You suck. Because that doctor can't even tell you the truth enough to say, look at you and say, hey, it's your fault, bitch. It's your fault. That's a real doctor right there. That's the man or woman doctor that I want treating me or my family. I want the doctor who says, you lazy sack of shit. You're the reason you're like you are. Not me. That's a, that's a bomb ass doctor. And those are the doctors I want on my team. Those are the doctors that would change healthcare. Those are the doctors that would change the shape of this country. Not the other ones. Not the other ones at all. Anyways. Happy Labor Day weekend, guys. If you're, uh, like I said, I hope you have the day off. If you don't, work hard. And if you do, work hard. Go do something. Don't use this as an excuse to sit another day. All right? I will check back in later this week. I hope you all have a fantastic uh, rest of your week. And uh, we will talk soon. Good night. Good evening. Good morning. God bless. <laughs>